praise you, my Holy Father. Blessed art thou. We worship thy holy name. We need your great and mighty glory every minute, every hour, every second of every day. And we thank you, Jesus, for your beautiful, beautiful message. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you have a Bible this morning, I'd like to turn your attention to the Matthew's account of the one gospel. I'm very glad to see each and every one of you here, and you're very welcome here. And if you have not yet been able to sign a little card at the front door, we want to get that done after church so we can send you a little something in the mail. And hopefully, by God's grace, you'll come back and be a returning visitor. And those of you that are returning visitors, once again, we're so happy for you. And you just keep right on coming. Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5. I'm going to read to you verse 14, Matthew chapter 5 and verse 14. Ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Everybody said praise the Lord. All right, you can be seated. I'd like to try to minister for a little while this morning on top of things. The Lord bless you, on top of things. You know, the Bible, in subject matter, begins to put a lot of detail to things for us. If I told you a, a tree is planted in the yard, that's okay. It tells you a little something. It's got a subject and a verb. Even got a prepositional phrase. Great. But, you know, if I tell you a beautiful tree is planted in the yard. Or if I say a beautiful apple tree is planted in the all of these other adjectives give us more detail. Makes it a little more interesting and a little more colorful and definitely more informative. And as you study subject matter in the Bible, that's what happens. Subject matter in the Bible will give to you more detail. Thus it will give to you more information. For an example, one place in Psalms, it called it a city of truth, and a city that makes glad. There are things about God's Word that you want to richly enjoy. I want you to know that, that God has set His church, His city. He has set it, the Bible said, in the top of the mountain. And it said that people were going to flow unto it. I want you to get to the top where you can get all the other things under your feet, where you can get doubt, fear, unbelief, all kinds of spirits that challenge your belief in God, that come against the faith, that you can get on top of those things. Jesus inspired in his word, and he said he'd make us the head and not the tail. He's going to put us at the top, not at the bottom. He's going to establish his church in the top of the mountain. He's going to show that when I give you what I'm going to give to you, what I'm making available to you, this great, oh, so great salvation, when you believe my word and my word begins to instruct you as it's designed to do, 
and it instructs every one of us everywhere, every language, every country, every continent. It instructs us to believe on him as the scripture tells us to believe on him. And the scripture tells us to believe on him through repenting of our sins. We tell God there's a whole lot of things that I'm buried under. There's a whole lot of unbelief, a whole lot of doubt, a whole lot of problems, a whole lot of emotions like a whirlwind or a hurricane in my mind, just a cross current of things that tend to drag me under and drag me down. One of the most dangerous things in the ocean along the shores, it is a, a, a riptide and it's a cross current of, tide, of waters that, that drag people under and drift them away and they become lost at sea and they get drowned. Let me tell you this morning, there are many things in life that attack you from the time that you are born. From the very beginning as sparks going upward, that's how your life is when you come into this world. The Bible teaches that you're shapen in a lawlessness and in iniquity in a sinful world because the prince of this world is Satan and he's the prince and the power of the air and you do find yourself subject to those principalities and those powers and those wrong spirits. That spirit that rose up and said I know more than God. I'm smarter than God and somehow he convinced one third of the heavenly host that he was right and God was wrong and that's the day up the flagpole went the better and God declared war in heaven on the enemy and God thrust him out but woe to us because he came down here came down here and he's the author of confusion he came down here to confuse your mind he came down here to upset your apple cart he came down here to pull the rug out from under you he came down here to get you exceedingly mixed up in your mind and your thinking and to blind you, the Scripture teaches, from the, from the gospel, from the truth. But Jesus said, I got a city, I got a church, and I'm putting it on top of things. And you, be, you flow up to that. You don't, you don't flow down, you know. That's the path of least resistance. That's why you, you don't want to uh, find yourself in a low depression place because all of that nasty water is going to flow down in there. And after a while, it sits there and it gets stagnated. And that's when it really begins to smell. And that's where it begins to breed all kinds of tadpoles and nasty varmints in there. And all kinds of bad things and mosquitoes will flock to it. You don't want that happening in your life. You can tell yourself, I can get on top of things. I can raise my elevator here. I can get up to a place where I can have the proper advantage over things. I can see down a long way because God's going to put me on top. His city, his church is on top. He wants his church to be on top of things. He wants Satan, the Bible said, would be crushed under your feet. He wants you on top and the enemy under your feet. He wants to give you victory over your problems, over sin, over the enemy of your soul. He comes to destroy you. He comes to turn your face, get it all scrunched up, and get a scowl on your face. He wants to darken your mind or your heart. That's what the Bible said. He wants to blind you. You know, you really see with your mind. The eyes are portals that bring in light, but you really see it in your mind. And he comes to mess with your mind. He comes to darken it. And he com the Bible talked about foolish people whose hearts were darkened you don't that that they begin to worship the creature more than the creator 
how bent and warped a person can get. You've read in the Bible about a woman that was just shuffling her way through life. Her head was down where her feet were. But when Jesus called her to him and she shuffled over to him, he rebuked that devil out of her life. And after 18 years of sniffing dust, she stood upright. I'm telling you, my God wants to get you snapping right. He wants to get you straightened out. He wants to straighten out the crooked and smooth out the rough and bring up the valley in your life and put you on top of everything. Well, you have victory. Victory. The apostle was uh, teaching, and in his teaching, he spent a, a, a long chapter in Romans about this flesh and about how when you want to do the right thing, you find yourself doing the wrong thing and that you realize that evil is present with you, that there is an evil, an evilness in the air, and it... Uh, it comes to, to press us. It comes to hold us down. And he, he said, and he called this tabernacle of ours, he called it this body of death. But, you know, I like how he ended the chapter because he ended it on a really high note. And he said that he thanked, this, he thanked the Spirit that through our Lord Jesus Christ, we get the victory. We get the victory. We get this flesh under our feet we get all the natural impulses under our feet when we are in subjection to the spirit of the Lord and that's where the next chapter he rolled right into the spiritual realm of things to getting the Holy Ghost and having that spirit working in you and that without that spirit that you're none of his but you get that good gift of the Holy Ghost you get the baptism of the Holy Ghost and he's going to take you my friend faster than an than a elevator or an escalator or a jet fighter he's going to or a space shuttle he's going to take you and put you on top of things all of a sudden you're not bound by sin anymore Satan has been knocked out of your life and cast out and now you're not a drunk anymore you're not a dope addict anymore you're not a person filled with bitterness and hatred and quarreling darkness is gone and you've got light in your life because he is the light of life and you're lifted up I like that about Lord, the Bible said he's the lifter up of my head. And the Bible teaches. You know, that's a great thing about the Word of God. It's not, uh, if you watch the, the subject matter, and I, sure, you can pick out a lot of things that could uh, push you down into doom and gloom. But if, you're, if you stay with that Bible, and you love the Lord, and you begin to learn how to love him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, your mind is going to focus on the positive side of things. And you're going to see that the, the rewards to people who not only get baptized in Jesus' name and receive the Holy Ghost, that that's just the beginning of things, but that you're led into the body of Christ and you grow in grace and knowledge, and as you do so, that you begin to find out that there is such tremendous victory over every obstacle and over everything that the enemy is going to try to throw your way. You're going to find out that your God is greater than any other spirit and that he can do things that you never dreamed or imagined and that he'll do it for little old you and he will first of all 
baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire and give you victory over sin and over this flesh and the flesh and the sin will no longer rule in your life but you will have dominion over it. You will have victory over it. You will have power over it because after that you receive the Holy Ghost. You receive power and your whole life becomes a witness not just the words of your mouth but the life you're living becomes a bright and shining witness and you become a part of the city that's on top. People will flow to that. People don't flow to complainers and, and bitterness. Had enough of that. Their lives are filled with it. They don't flow to confusion because they already got that. You know, people, uh, what people need is a basis of comparison. You know, you, uh, I always like to use a simple example. I, uh, you know, you can uh, talk about uh, a lot of people's lasagna, or I could say Pastor Hopper's um, carrot cake. And, and you could talk about a whole lot of things there, and, and, but I, until you taste theirs, until you get Senior Sister Fell's lasagna, I'm not sure how I'm going to get that back on the table. It's been a while. That's a hint, but uh, <laughs> a strong hint. But uh, then there is that carrot cake, you know. And, uh, and one lady said that she was going to bring some 74-year-old great-grandma's carrot cake, and we are going to have a, a carrot cake off. And uh, I noticed that she didn't come back, though. She didn't come back, you know. And, uh, you know, somehow I'm trying to tell you that the basis of comparison. Uh, we had one young lady that said that she, she didn't believe her mother when her mother said, you've had no carrot cake until you've had that carrot cake. And she didn't believe it because she felt like where she was getting carrot cake was just the best. But you know what? She tasted and she became a believer. And that's what I'm telling you. It said taste and see that the Lord, he is good. Oh, you've tasted bitterness. You've tasted pride. You've lived a life with temper and quarreling and alcoholism and all kinds of uppers and downers and prescription things. You've lived all that. You've been involved with all that. And you've had heartache and misery and disappointment and distress. Oh, I want you to taste and see that the Lord, he is good. I want you to let him pick you up and put you on top of your situation. Let him give you the victory. And it's not difficult. It is not difficult. And let him show you victory faith when you, uh, we're living in this world that's filled with all kinds of uh, challenges and sadness. We're living in a world that uh, is constantly, definitely filled with bad news. And I know that the enemy is going to lift his hand for a little while because he wants to rule. He is the Antichrist and he will manifest himself very soon and when he does and he is going to just paint that billboard just as rosy and pretty as, as minds are geared for but the problem is that that peace that he's going to give that tranquility that he will give will be so thin so short lived and such a mirage of a deception. And the world is like a parched person in the middle of a desert with the burning sun burning the skin right off of them and looks up and just says, I see a great big water hole. 
and an oasis. I see a palm tree. I see a waterfall. I see every, and they go towards it, only it's a mirage. It's a deception in the mind. And they begin to go further and further into the desert until they stumble and fall and cannot get up and they die. Let me tell you, that's what the enemy is going to bring to this world. And they're going to cry peace and safety. And then before they know it, that mirage is going to disappear and then is going to come a sudden destruction. But the people of God, the people of God, are going to go in the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he who had part in the first resurrection commonly referred to as a rapture. The people of God are going to be caught up. I said up. They're going to be on top of this thing. Oh yeah, we're not going to be one wit behind the chieftains. We're not going to be beneath anything. Amen. Everybody said praise the Lord. I'm talking to you about you getting on top of things. I had a an individual tell me many years ago I talked to this individual about particular difficulty and time in life that he was going through and I told him I said you, uh, you, this is what you need to do and as I gave him the scriptural teachings he said, he said I've tried he said but I, I just can't get it under my feet I just can't get on top of it oh friend the problem ain't with God the problem comes back to you problem comes back to your heart because you can have this victory he gave his flesh on the cross as the lamb of the spirit a body prepared a sacrifice that he would die for the sin of the world that includes you if you will begin to believe on him according to his word and his word is instructing you to repent of your sins everybody said repent now repent means to say you're sorry to God, but it means more than that. It means that you've got to have a change of heart, a change of attitude. And you know what? Repentance isn't a one-shot deal. It is something that you will do every day for the rest of your life. You don't need a shot of whatever garbage is on the street. You need a shot of repentance. You need a good shot of, God, I'm sorry, and I'm going to recorrect my attitude and my direction in which my feet are going. I repent of every wrong thing and every wrong influence, and I am fighting to go forward and to be on top of everything that rises up against me. That's why your Bible said for you to cast down every imagination and vain thing, worthless, useless thing that exalts itself against the knowledge, against the truth. Something comes along and says you don't have to repent, you cast that down. You repent of your sins. And and. When somebody comes along and says it doesn't matter if you're baptized, you cast that down. That's a vain imagination. That's going to keep you down. But instead, you can be the one that casts things down, meaning you can be on top of it. It's going to be up to you. It's what you're going to choose. The Bible is teaching you that you can choose life or death and gave a great big hint for you to choose life. Why not choose Jesus Christ? He is life. Choose the right way. Choose what his word is saying. Choose to obey it in spite of any imagination, any kind of person coming around or spirit coming around and saying something that's dragging you down. One fella said, we're up here on top of things and we're trying to get it together. And the guy that was going around and 
and mully grubbing and his lower lip on the ground and complaining and saying all kinds of negative things. He, they looked at him and they said, man, you're singing the blues. You're down in the basement digging holes and we're up here trying to get it together. I want to keep the blues under my feet where they belong. I want to keep depression under my feet where it belongs. I want to keep deception and sadness and sorrow under my feet where it belongs. I want to soar in the Holy Ghost. He said, you'll mount him with wings like an eagle. You'll run and not be weary. You will walk in that faith. And that God said, God said, when the enemy opens the floodgates of hell and sends a flood your way, a flood of a torrent of negative negativity, he said, I'm a, the Lord's going to lift up a standard. That means he's going to raise up a banner and flag. And it's going it's to signal that God is declaring war on your enemy. Now, when I got to go to war, man, I want God on my side. And I'll tell you what, the, the newspaper said the other morning, said there was a war on snakes, certain kind of pythons, uh, or any kind of python, I reckon. And said there's maybe as many as 150,000 of them. They did say they were heading north out of the Everglades. And I started to realize we're north of the Everglades. You know? And uh, some of them are 20 feet long. They got long, curvy teeth. And they have ability to squeeze you to death. Okay? But you know what? Uh, I want you to understand something. Long ago, in the spiritual realm, that banner went up on the flagpole and God declared war on the snakes. And God said, that snake, that serpent, Satan, he's going out. And anybody that's going with them is going with them. They're going out. They're not going to be on top of this thing anymore. They're not going to be in the, the Bible said the angels which kept not their first estate. They were given the highest estate. They were in heaven. They were in the third heaven. They were in paradise to use all Bible terms. My God. And they absolutely for some strange reason listened to a lying spirit and went on down. You know what Jesus said? I beheld Satan fall. He went down. But I'm telling you heaven is still up and it's still on the throne and you can be with that so you might want to declare war on the snakes or get in the war get in the battle because our God our God is going to give the victory he said a flood of them a flood of them come your way he said I'm declaring war on them amen I want to have God on my side I absolutely want to know that I got him on my side because I'm submitting to him I'm submitting to his word. I'm, I'm developing obedience in my life here to his word, to his chapter. God is not an excuse. People want to use God for an excuse to do whatever they want. Break every rule. Uh, violate every code of conduct from the Bible. Oh, people will kill people and say they did it because God told them to do it. But you know what? You get in that book and you find out that's a contradiction. You find out that's a lie. You find out that that is not the way God speaks and or operates. You want to get the truth and you want to be in the city of truth. And that will put you on top of falsehood and deception. That will put that snake right under your feet. And one in place, he said, Satan, he will shortly crush Satan under your feet. Your time is coming. You've been battling. You've been wrestling. That's a Bible word with things. And I'm going to tell you, if you'll obey this Bible, your victory is going to come. He's going to lift you up. He is absolutely, you remember Peter and how he was stepped out of the church, stepped out of the boat, and uh, he thought he was doing the right thing. And, and uh, I, I would put it under the category of a test. And uh, as he stepped out and began to walk on the water, 
And, you know, the Bible did say that you could, you won't be better than your teacher or greater than your teacher, but you'll be as your teacher if you take that training. And so he had a little training lesson that day, and he stepped out on the water, and he began to walk on the water. And then a flood and a torrent of different things that begin to instill doubt and, and distraction in his mind. And he, he got to looking at everything but Jesus. But, you know, the Bible said that when he cried out that Jesus, you know, don't skip over that cried out part. You, you got to cry out. You, you got to get humble. You got to acknowledge, I need you, Lord. You know, me, me doing this on my own, it ain't working too well here. As a matter of fact, I'm sinking. And the Lord reached out and took him. And he didn't just pick him up out of that drowning situation, but he led him back to the right thing. He led him back to stability and where things were right. And I want you to understand my God wants to put you in a place. Well, what did he say? I'll lead you to a rock that's higher. Not lower. Higher than I am. He's going to lead me something up top. He's going to get me like that. What did the Bible talk about? That, that uh, rocky mountain goat? And uh, said that he called, it was called the hinds feet, H-I-N-D-S feet, and but it's a Rocky Mountain goat. And he said, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you up top there where they hang out. And you know why they can hang out? They can they can put all four hooves on one little pointy craggy rock and stay there because God gave them good balance. And I want you to understand that we don't go extreme right or extreme left. That's a devil's job, and that's what throws people off balance and throws them right over and into drowning situations. But my God is gonna give you balance by the book. It's balance. It's gonna keep you from going right or going left or falling backwards or forward on your face. He's going to stand you upright and put you on top of things amen you can have victory let's stand together and for some of you that'll be the first time you've stood everybody said praise the lord give god a big hand amen i want god to put you on top i want you to flow Get in the flow and flow to the top of the mountain. Don't get going in the downhill direction. Don't, don't because it's a very slippery slope. And before you know it, you're out of control and you can't stop it. And you have no power over the lusts of the flesh, the strong desires of the flesh and the fleshly mind that the Bible called the enemy of God. Far better for you to get in the spirit. Then there's no condemnation if you'll get in the Spirit and walk in the Spirit. You're, you've got a life in the Spirit. You're learning to live it the way, the godly life, the way that the Word of God teaches it. And it puts you on top of things, okay? And when people come around and they got, they got all kinds of junk going on, you can say, I'm sorry, that's beneath me. I don't get involved. That's beneath me. I used to do that. But, see, I'm an ex now, as in ex-sinner. I have been delivered by the Deliverer, capital D, proper noun, the Deliverer. He, that means the Savior. Jesus has become my Savior. He always was the Savior. I was just kind of duh about it, you know, kind of dull. And I wasn't listening. I, my mind wasn't operating right. But there came a blessed day when he gave me victory over all this because I believed his word and I acted on I repented. I got baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ and all my sins were forgiven. All the weights and cords of, and the big dump truck I was pulling around full of sin. He cut all of that off from me and I am now free and when he makes you free you're going to be free indeed because he is indeed the very Christ he is he's not an also ran he's not another this is the truth he said I am the truth and
and he's going to tell you when you're wrong and he's going to tell you when it's right and he's going to put you on top and keep all the junk under your feet. He's going to do that for you. He's going to save you to the uttermost. He ain't going to leave a stone unturned. And I want you to believe that with me this morning. So you start repenting right now in your heart. And you start telling yourself, if I'm not baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of my sins, then I'm going to do so. And then God's going to give me the Holy Ghost. I'm going to seek Him for that free gift of the Holy Ghost. And that's going to give me the salvation of God and place me in the body of Christ, the church. The church that's set up on top, on top. You know, you'll be on top of things then. You won't be a wit behind the chiefest. You won't be a tail dragger. That's what the name of an airplane, you know. You won't, you won't be dragging behind around here. Oh, no, not at all. You'll be right up there where you belong. And it won't be about pride, and it won't be about who you are. It'll be what all God has given you and done for you. Amen. And, if you can, and when you get on top of things, you stay on top of things by being thankful and keep telling God how good he's been to you how much he's blessed you and how he brought you out of the miry clay and the horrible pit and you just keep on rehearsing that we used to have old grandma weekly here bless her heart and she used to say I, I can't even begin to tell you a number all my blessings it's just so many just so many all those years of living for God let me tell you you just keep on putting one foot in front of another and he's going to guide your feet in the way of peace and the path of righteousness and the word of God's going to light the way for you and you're going to stay on top of things you don't have to oh I don't know if I want because maybe I'll fall back and I'll backslide or I, I will you know, that's nonsense you just listen to the wrong spirit you got to have faith in him that he's able he is able he is able he has the ability in other words to lift you up and to pull you out of your problems and to cut all that mess out of your life and out of your heart and put the right thing in there let's lift our hearts with our hands let's worship the lord together thank you jesus thank you jesus i want to flow to the top lord more of you in my life. Come on now.